Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing, and it's time for a gold rush. Woo! That classic catchphrase. Everybody, remember? It's like back to action. It's time for gold Don't worry, you'll yeah. remember. Uh, hi, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hey, it's we- time for a gold rush. Yeah! We've got Simon. Stop for a gold rush, everyone. <laughs> Simon's raring to go. Yeah. And we've got Frankie. Hey, thank you all so much for inviting me to your pre-E3 sealed envelope predictions podcast. <laughs> uh, we are recording the week before E3, and by the time you're listening to it, E3 will have happened. So uh, I hope everyone else wrote down all their predictions, and we're going to have fun today. <laughs> Do you okay? Before we I get into, I did not write down any predictions. Okay, I was, was going to say, joke. like, if you have any E3 <laughs> predictions, I am totally willing to let you go through uh, them. I, I have one that I already said on Twitter. There's gonna be, uh, it, it's a two part prediction. There's gonna be a trailer for the new Final Fantasy fourteen uh, raid that Yoko yeah. Taro is designing, and. Uh, all journalists are gonna go wild for a second, thinking it's near two, and then they're gonna shit on it because it's Final Fantasy fourteen. That's <laughs> highly probable, yeah. Yeah. That's my one E3 prediction. I will say, okay, mm-hmm. presume, presuming that how it goes is it's, like, from creator Yoko Taro, like, if that's how it starts, mm-hmm. and you're not a Final Fantasy fourteen person, regardless of whether what you think about it, it would kind of yeah. suck to be, like... Yeah, here it comes. Oh, it's not the thing. <laughs> they do that like all the time. Every time you, people get excited for a thing that starts that way and then it turns out to be DLC for something, it happens every E3. I yeah. can predict to you how it's going to start. It's going to start with a shot that looks like, you know, the the 2B basically. Okay. And people are going to go wild, and then it's going to take them a second to realize that the quality is not the same. The <laughs> outfit kind of looks a little odd. The fact that there's uh, 24 player characters is a little yeah. weird. Uh, there's chocobos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
here's the thing. Based on what I know about Yoko Taro, he does shit like put important bits of lore in like mm-hmm. non-recorded oh, yeah. stage plays and shit. <laughs> I guarantee you that there's actually going to be some vital bit of the near canon in this fucking raid crossover 100% thing. 100% guarantee that. In the trailer for this raid, is going to be uh-huh. some vital near canon. Well, there you go. So, so there's our predictions. I don't really. Well, that's, have that, that was Fabulous prediction. I want to do my prediction. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Todd Howard's going to come out and give a big old long speech about how they're going to fucking fix uh, Fallout 76 over the next year, and don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine, and gamers are going to fucking eat that shit up. Did you see that he came out and basically said like, "Yeah, we knew it was bad." Yeah, for, I yeah, saw Fallout that. 76. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, it's not a Metacritic game. God, we're gonna put this out anyway because it's we have this release slot and it's gotta be ours, even though we're gonna come out like we're the big joke of the year. I'm so happy my joke became a segment. <laughs> That's fine. Don't buy video games before you know if they're good. No. It's really easy to find out. Just Don't go do on that. Twitter yeah, real it is. quick. And yeah, then... not, to, not to go too far down this rabbit hole. Not that we're afraid of going off on ridiculous tangents, <laughs> but like it is, it's fucking wild that like. Because there have been games in the past that have had rocky launches and have turned things around, now there's just this, this assumption that, like, it's just don't worry about it if the launch yeah, is shit. All, and it's like, no. Yeah, all, even all the like- AAA publishers took that as a green light to go, well, mm-hmm. we can launch a game we know is shitty now because we can fix it later. And that right. doesn't mean that every, ga- every game is going to get good because it, there's no fucking saving Fallout 76 yeah. or Anthem. But, I was going to say, y'all remember Anthem? That yeah, was this like, year. Like, even, even like, uh, well, journalists, like, let's say seasoned video gaming sites like Giant mm-hmm. Bomb, a lot of them were like, well, Destiny was bad when it launches, so maybe Anthem will get good. And it's like, no, yeah. that's not how you lo- you're supposed to look at it. Like, yeah. it's bad. I mean, <laughs> maybe- Destiny was an exception. Like, there's like a handful of examples, yes, but there's a lot more games that just stayed bad forever, right? Yeah. Or they disappear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's what's weird is like so, and and this actually kind of ties back into the first thing Fabi brought up. Every time I see someone talking about like pulling a game out of the ashes, someone brings up the fact that, like, FF14 was total garbage at the beginning, and they had to remake they, they it. They made a and they're new like, game. oh, hey, see, so it's always possible, but it's like, do you realize how much fucking work that took? They made yeah. a new game to fix the broken game. That would be like them pulling out a new Fallout in, like, three yeah. years from now. And that That's took a- years. No yeah. company other than Square would do that, because Square, <laughs> like, has this weird thing where they cannot have something. Like, yeah. it kills them if something in yeah, Final Fantasy... Yeah, to have a numbered Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy being... Yeah, that's... Right. that's yeah. They wanted to have, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, video games. Video I can't games. really... I, I heard a rumor about um, Watch Dogs 3. That's the thing that I'm most interested in, because I thought Watch Dogs 2 was pretty good. There you go. That's that's so... That's, that's another weird thing to think about, because I guess we're just we're going on a million video game tangents now. <laughs> uh, but, like, it's, it's this weird thing where, like, Watch Dogs 2 was a game that was, like, almost no one cared about it, but everyone who actually gave it a shot fucking loved it. Yeah, it was fun. So I, really I don't it. know what's going to happen with the third one. Yeah, I'm what curious. Do they, what do they we'll do? See. Do they just do they try and capitalize on the on the sort of cult following the second one has? Or do they try and go back to making it like with broad appeal? Like what what do they do? It could always end up like another um, crackdown where it's like the first one was okay, but and people liked it, so they made two more. Where it's <laughs> like uh, it has a weird little cult follow- following. We can totally recapture that. Oh no, wait, it wasn't that great to begin with. So. 
Anyway, I liked Watch Dogs 2. I mean, the, the, f- the problem with Crackdown is Crackdown 3 took like 5,000 years to come out. That was ridiculous. They didn't know what they were doing. Anyway, let's stop mm-hmm. talking about video games. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and do the thing that I do, especially when Luke's not around. Frankie, has any Power Rangers related... Wait, hold on. That's the wrong tense. Some grammar's wrong. Let me reconfigure it. Have Frankie. had hath any of the have Power Rangers things will have had happened to you. Yes. Power Ranger to you have happened. Yeah, me, the native English, one of only two native English speakers on this podcast fucked it up. Anyway, hi, Frankie. The, the secret any- is there's actually no such thing as speaking English well. It's a trap. Uh, yeah. Have... Um, have any Power Rangers related things happened to you since you were on the podcast last? Nailed it. Yes. Uh, so, hey, guys, you want to talk about video games for a second? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, sure. Absolutely not. We would never talk about never. video games here. Uh, well, there's two things. One, I'm going to skip, and I guess we can talk about another day uh, just real quick. Comics. No, nah, hit I, us. Fucking, fucking d- give, hit us with your best shot. Well, I have a lot, and I want to get to the video game one, so I'm going to skip the comics, which is... Uh, I read all of Shattered Grid and everything up to Shattered Grid. I started cool. Beyond the Grid. I liked it, but I haven't gone back to it, and it's been like a month now. I want to get back to it. I'll probably wait till it gets a little bit more backed up be- before yeah. I finish it. But I really like Beyond the Grid. I mean, Beyond the Grid. Uh, Shattered Grid. And it's a good thing that I read it, because uh, I just today played... Nine chapters out of fifteen in the uh, Shattered, uh, not Shattered Grid, Battle for the Grid video game, and they sure do spoil a lot of things that happen in the comic book. There, yeah, they, they, they. I think we mentioned it before. They added a story mode to Battle for the Grid, which wasn't there when it launched. Mm-hmm. Speaking of games not being done when they launch, uh, and uh, it's pretty good, but it is just basically a retelling of of Shattered Grid in the comics. So, like, yeah. if you they changed, don't... they made some changes that are interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you Have you played it yet? I haven't played it yet, but I mean, I guess like quick spoiler warning mm-hmm. for the like story mode mm-hmm. in Shatter, uh Battle for the Grid. I'll, I'll try to keep spoilers at a minimum and just like interesting spoilers, not story spoilers. Uh, but if you want, like, no spoilers for Shattered Grid, don't play the game. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably a, a good warning. They, they focus on different things of the comic. Different things happen differently. Um, the first, I took notes, because I just played this the past, like, hour. I played, like, half of... I'm going to say the story mode probably takes two hours, maybe three hours. And I played, like, an hour of it, and I played half of it, more than half. Um, okay. So the first note I have here is Soren is Tommy saying this from the first Center movie. Tommy saying Soren chose children because they're easily manipulated. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Yep. I mean, that's mm-hmm. something that they've kind of explored a little bit in the comics, where it's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, Zordon, why did you pick teenagers?" And, uh, yeah. (laughs) So so before today, I had played all the arcade mode, and I had gotten to Gold 2 or Gold 1 and ranked on, like, the first week that I got the game, and then I didn't play it until today. Uh, So I got a chance to mess with uh, the three new free characters, and that ice lady sure is a lady who does ice powers. 
yeah, yeah, Udana from uh, she's from Mystic very Force. Mortal Kombat to to the point that she has like her special. It's not fatality, but that's the thing where the camera switches angle so that she's sure. in the front and her enemy is in the back as the effect goes off. Um, which is not like a just like Mortal Kombat thing, but it reminded me of that. Yeah, very similar. Fair enough. Yeah, especially the part where she mm-hmm. like rips their heart out and it shatters. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> uh, there's a thing I haven't played a bunch of uh, story modes in in fighting games, but the ones I have played, I've never seen this done. Cutscenes just get. Uh, I mean, if you're in a fight, if you're in the middle of a fight, a cutscene will just interrupt you. Like, even in the middle of a combo, in the middle of a hit, because in the story, like, something happened and the fight didn't finish. But it that, just feels like cool. the game is broken for a second. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, on the on the subject of Mortal Kombat, it's, it seems very much like they're trying to emulate, like, mm-hmm. like Mortal Kombat 9 kind of set the standard for, like, how you should really do a story mode in a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very few people have actually even tried to do one like that since then. It's weird that not more fighting games are doing that, I guess. Well, I think it's expensive. There are good anime story modes, anime fighter story modes, but it's mostly like a visual novel where you then have some fights in between. All the cutscenes here are either visual novel. They're either aesthetic, uh, like character image with dialogue, or it's like a splash screen of a visual novel where like it's a really good drawn comic book panel uh and that's that's the cutscenes basically right well i will say uh i've i've played all the the mortal combats with the mm-hmm. the story modes and i there they'll do stuff where like the fight ends and there's no actual like in the story there's mm-hmm. no real winner and then mm-hmm. something else happens but never have they done yeah. like literally in the middle of you yeah. fighting uh. <laughs> no, it's really interesting because uh, at least so far in the nine chapters, if you beat that character, you beat them in the story. If that character is supposed to win the fight, you'll you'll get to halfway through, and then the cutscene will happen, and something will happen. Or like you'll play as the bad guys at least half of the time, uh, and it's not like you're going like first all the good guys, then all the bad guys. It's just whoever you'll know who's supposed to win the, the match because that's who huh. you'll end up playing. Even if that's you kind of just play the the good guys, yeah. Because yeah. one of the things that is frustrating mm-hmm. about the Mortal Kombat games is like, especially eleven, and I liked the story mode in eleven, mm-hmm. but like the good guys lose almost mm-hmm. every encounter they have, yeah. even though you won the fight. Which is a little frustrating. Yeah. Well, it's because so, those like, cinematics are so fucking long that you win a yeah. fight against like like Cabal or whatever, and then Chronica or Garrus just show up, and in the cinematic fucks up or you, all your guys, mm-hmm. and you move on to the next character. Right. Cool. Well, I'll have to play it because it sounds neat. Yeah. Not everything's voice. There are stuff that's voice. Also, uh, each character now says a thing. They say one line every time you play them, which is <laughs> weird because. Kimberly always says truly more phenomenal, and I'm pretty sure it's Amy Jo Johnson, but she also says that when she's the Ranger Slayer, which yeah, feel, and yeah. she I mean, doesn't change things her can cadence. be more phenomenal no matter what your alignment yeah, but is. Like, okay, I don't think they got Amy Jo Johnson here. for her. I think they got a, a sound alike. Really? It sounds like yeah. her. Yeah. So, so, some of the... Uh, I, I, think, <laughs> I think for her, they actually got... 
they got an actress who played a pink ranger, but it was like a different pink ranger. Well, the oh. the pink ranger from Time Force is also here, but that's a okay. different character. Okay, fair enough. Um, oh, may, I I think you might be right. I think they might have gotten like Megaforce pink. Uh, anyways, uh, it's interesting because there's scenes where Kimberly's talking to the Ranger Slayer, and like Kimberly's happy and chipper, and Ranger Slayer is like serious and monotone. And then you play as a Ranger Slayer, and it's Happy Chipper Kimberly. Truly yeah. more phenomenal. That that's actually a problem in Mortal Kombat 11 too, because it's got your um, it's a time travel story. Mm-hmm. So you have yeah. like re- evil zombie Liu Kang, and then like regular hero Liu Kang, and then when you play like verses, uh. They wrote dialogue for both versions, yeah. but it doesn't match up to which skin you're using. So sometimes, <laughs> oh. like, Hero Liu Kang will be like, I'll rip your heart out. Like, fuck you. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? Hold on. Is, that, is that a bug or is that, like, just no, it's sloppy? Just, it's just they didn't bother. I wonder if, like, it was really hard to code that in and they were like... Fuck it, it's not worth it. Like at this yeah. point, it's they worth- have yeah. so much dialogue. Yeah. It was probably just not. At, worth at this it. point, they were yeah. like, we would have to like start fresh, and we're not gonna do that. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Pretty sure they nerfed that. I only have like half of. I only have about what I said left uh, of notes. I only have like ten notes left. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure they nerfed Kimberly. Because she used to be really good uh, when I first played her. And, like, she leaves these energy bubbles. And I'm pretty sure they then used to disappear when you got hit. And now if you get hit, ah. they get disappeared. So I think they Fair nerfed enough. her. Uh, the voice mixing feels off sometimes, especially at the during the intros. There are some characters who are, like, super low. And then the enemy will be super high. Um the Cyanosoic Blue Ranger from the movie has lines and a character in the story mode. Cool. Uh, That's neat. Also, that's like a Sonic Boom. Also, he's kind of like a Blanca character. Okay, weird. Uh, I really, really... Yeah, he does like electricity stuff to charge up and then can do like a Sonic Boom, like uh, a slice that will like slowly go through the screen. There you go. Well, I mean, uh, he's an alien. He could kind of do whatever. Yeah. Like, they didn't have he to... He has electricity powers. Yeah. All right, fair uh, enough. It's, he's super fun to play. Um, okay, this is the one I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. So, they have Trinity Dragon Armor... Like in the comics, but it's a different Trinity than the one Tr- in the comics. Trini? Tr- I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Trini. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different Trini. Okay. It's it's not the... It's from... It's or written... It's a different Trini. It's like not the same Trini. Which, in the comics, I don't think it's a big spoiler. It's a depowered Trini. This is a Trini with powers from a different timeline. Okay. Than the one in the, I mean, you, in the comics. That's what's cool about that the Shattered Grid mm-hmm. is it's like you can just do whatever. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. She kind of plays like uh, Iron Man from Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, but like... An Iron Man that's super heavy and slow. Okay. Uh, it's uh, interesting. It, even in this game, they do the hero versus hero fighting because we don't know which side we're of on. Of course, trope. of course. Um, A time-honored tradition. Uh, I'm going to tell... Remind me to tell you this one afterwards because this one is a spoiler. I don't want to say, but remind me to tell you this thing. Okay. 
uh, after we're not recording. Okay. Uh, and my last note is that there's a Corrin stage now with a Megazord fighting a giant Goldar in the background. And it's oh, Corrin cool. from um, uh, RPM. RPM. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Awesome. And those are all my notes. That sounds Sorry like they've, if no, it's that's cool. Long. That sounds like they've been really updating that game. Mm-hmm. That's neat. I'm excited to hear that. I'll have to try it out again. I really liked what I played, but I haven't played the storyline yeah. yet, so... I only have about, like, six chapters left of the storyline, and I probably won't touch them until the next time I get some of the <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, cool. I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to check it out. Um, well, that segues easily. I was gonna bring this up, even if we hadn't just talked oh. about this for a while. <laughs> It's time to talk about the other video game, what has multicolored ninjas in it, which we already talked about a little bit. I want to talk about Mortal Kombat a little bit. Oh, yeah, because all three of us are here. <laughs> because, <laughs> sorry, Mike. Because, uh, I'm so sorry, Mike. It's, it, it's okay. It, I mean... We can talk about Final Fantasy XIV a little it's bit. Not, it's, I'm not going to go super in-depth, but there's a couple reasons I wanted to bring it up. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. One is... So, first of all, they've... Basically, what I wanted to talk about is they uh, announced the new, uh, yep. or the first combat pack, the first DLC characters for yep. Mortal, Mortal okay. Kombat 11. Um, they had pre. Let me guess, it's gonna be Meat, Mocap, <laughs> and uh, Shijinko. Uh, yeah. So here's the th- here's what's cool. The reason I wanted to bring it up is because, uh, the uh, Shattered Grid or not Shattered Grid Battle mm. for the Grid. That, I keep calling it that. I, there's, I they, they named all their properties something The Grid, and it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's more confusing because Battle for the Grid, the story mode, is based on Shattered right, Grid. Yeah. So. so anyway, the, one of the things that the, the problems that they have with, with making a Power Rangers fighting game, right, is like mm-hmm. you have so many Rangers and everybody is somebody's favorite. Like even the ones you wouldn't expect to be. Mortal Kombat has a really similar issue. If you if you're not a Mortal Kombat person, um, yeah, the, they have a bunch of colored ninjas that were originally made as like palette swaps because it was just easy to do another another different mm-hmm. colored ninja. You just change the particles of their attack real quickly, right. mm-hmm. and um, boom, new character. And there's a. Uh, like nine of them there's a ton and they're all all of them are someone's favorite and when you're making a fighting game you especially a franchise like with some exceptions like you know ryu ken that kind of thing you can't have every single character like every character can't be in every version of the fighting game because you Mm -hmm. have to have new characters sometimes i'm counting them and yeah you're right there's like 12 and four of them are green. Yeah, there's a lot of ninjas in Mortal Kombat. Um yeah. and the the problem is so like you can't have every ninja in every Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. because it will take up half of your slots mm-hmm. for characters and it just doesn't work that way. Um if you haven't played a Mortal Kombat, Shang Tsung is the original bad guy from the first game. And he used to be able to morph into any character. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took that away in the PlayStation era because you'd have to load in a different character from the disc, <laughs> and it kind of it didn't work. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he just became like a wizard who had different types of powers. Well, they just in nine he could morph into his well, opponent. So yeah, that works. So now in the new one, a he don't don't wash over a deadly alliance. Yes, my first Mortal Kombat yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. No, I liked him after they changed that. It's just like he mm. they 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 changed his his thing. Um, and yes, uh, as uh, Simon said, in the new one, he can morph into his opponent. But the really cool thing that they did to kind of address the issue of like, how do we get all these fucking characters that everybody likes in the game in some way is all of his specials are he turns into one of the ninjas that's not in the yep. game, yep. which is hmm. such a cool okay. idea. So like one of his specials is reptiles. One of his specials is rain. One of his specials is Ermac. So like mm-hmm. he just turns into all the different ninjas that everybody was like, how come my guy's not in here? It's yep. not a perfect mm-hmm. solution. I mean, it's, it, it, and they, it's funny because they did Triborg last time, and that was basically mm-hmm. a character that like took took three ninja slots in one. That was yeah. its only purpose. Yeah. Well, they've been doing that for a while, right? They had uh, Noob Smoke yes. and, then that, and then Triborg. Yeah. They, they've always had this. some way to try to do that, and this is a. I just think it's a really cool idea to try to solve an issue that plagues mm-hmm. a lot of fighting games, where it's just like. Fuck man, everybody is mad because we didn't put Blanca in Street Fighter V. <laughs> God damn it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just something that always happens. And it's a really neat idea. Um, the other characters, uh, that are coming, uh, are, uh, Sindel, who's fine. I'm not a big Sindel fan, but some people mm-hmm. like her. Uh, we've got our, um, uh, guest characters, uh, which Mortal Kombat's done for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and this one it has Spawn. Yep. Which a couple of people on Twitter asked me about because because uh, they know I like Mortal Kombat. I don't know that much about Spawn. This I, 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 I know that Spawn's aesthetic really fits Mortal Kombat. Is yeah, the main thing, so the that's one fine. Thing that makes me hesitant is Mortal Kombat, and, and again, I do want to preface or, or not preface, but note like. Mortal Kombat is like the definition of a problematic fave. There's a lot yes. of things mm. wrong with it. Yes. I haven't played that game because it has a turf yeah, it and has, I don't plan no, to. I don't bl- and I don't blame anybody who doesn't yeah. want to. Um but it for all that shit, it does know it's silly. I don't know that Spawn knows it's silly. <laughs> It's the only thing. Yeah. Man, so Spawn, Spawn didn't know it was silly 25 years ago, but I don't know <sighs> if they've even done anything with Spawn other than put him in Soul Calibur since those <laughs> days. So yeah, who knows? Like I'm not sure. Todd McFarlane is probably knows it's silly now. Todd McFarlane hasn't been like a comic maker in decades. He's just a salesman now. Yeah, he basically. He sells like baseballs with his name on them and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. this, like there's a reason Spawn appears in fucking all sorts of things. And honestly, I'm good. Like. Just to be frank, I feel the fact I feel like the fact that Mortal Kombat has finally gone to spawn for its cameo character is like I feel like it's scraping the bottom of the barrel and they probably would have been better off just repeating a character from another game. Yeah. Or you know, instead of spawn, just just give me mocap. Yeah. Just, just give me yeah. mocap. I, I I mean I'm the guy who usually prefers the the non-guest characters, but anyway, and then the fourth confirmed one is Nightwolf, which is the other yeah. reason I wanted to bring Oof. this up. Mm. Uh, like, because like, ah. I hope he's doing this one. So here's very the deal. Carefully. We've been trying to we we just suffered through the Arrowhead saga in in Power yeah. Rangers and we yeah. saw what happens 
when you just kind of mash together every single stereotype of Native American culture and how, like, it, even as people who are outside of it, it's so obviously not based on anything. It's clearly offensive. Uh, Nightwolf in the old Mortal Kombat games is just the most stereotypical Native American shaman character. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that frustrates me about Netherrealm and makes it a problematic fave is they tend to make two steps forward and one step back. Mm-hmm. From 9 to 10, they took Sonya and then made her uh, from, like, a lady whose boobs are basically hanging out to, like, a cool general lady, first voiced by Trisha Helfer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then in 11, they had her go ahead and had her be voiced by a, San- a Sandy Hook truther. Yeah. So th- it's possible that they'll do a better job. I don't know. It's definitely... Like, I would have picked anybody else <laughs> if it was me. <laughs> but yeah, who knows? Yeah. We'll see. I I just, I'm curious to see what they do. I, I, I try not to bring up stuff on this show just because I want to talk about it. But mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, semi-related because Power Rangers, one of the things that they don't, Power Rangers fucks shit up, and then they'll try again later, and I feel like they don't learn, and and they continue to make the same mistakes in terms of representation. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. Power Rangers has, they do a pretty good job with representation of different, uh, you know, races and everything. We've got a ton of different people who've been Rangers, um, and they try to get a good mix, and they generally do a good, pretty good job of who's actually on the show, and then the way they portray them is almost never what you would want it to be. So it's it's a similar frustrating thing with with, uh, with Power Rangers, and and maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how they do. I'm very curious. Anyway, yeah. I wanted to bring it up because uh, I like Mortal Kombat, despite all that bullshit. Kind of like uh-huh. how I like Power Rangers, despite all the bullshit. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. All your colored ninjas are back, sort of, kind of. Oh, also, I don't is think trimmer I, back. Is tri- does I Jason think, have a trimmer move? I don't think trimmer is in there because <laughs> they kind of gave trimmer's move to Garrus in this one. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> um, also, uh, Shang Tsung is voiced by. Uh, uh, Carrie Tagawa from yep. the movie, which is pretty which is cool. Awesome. I do like that. Okay, part. that's is actually Frost fucking dope. In this game? Frost is in this Frost game. Frost is in this game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm the like. I don't know if I'm like the Frost liker, but I always like Frost. I like Frost. Uh, Frost is pretty cool I'm, in this game. And yeah, yeah. Is she a robot? Yep. She's, I'm a she picture. is a robot, okay. but she's like a more advanced robot than like Cyrax and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it, she's okay. cool. She has a move where like. Her torso spins around, but her legs and head stay facing the same way. It's cool looking. I she, like she it. She can toss her head and make it blow up and then grow another head. <laughs> it's, neat. Huh. it's neat. It's yeah. neat okay. and silly. <laughs> so anyway, that's Power Rangers. Uh, now, <laughs> or, or sorry, that's Mortal Kombat. Now let's talk about Power Rangers. We're 30 minutes into this podcast. Let's talk about that it's episode. It's okay, because I like this episode, but I have like 10 notes for all of it. Yeah. So I'm going to be quiet. I let it kept going because I genuinely don't feel like this is going to be that long, but I could be wrong. I often am. This Listen, if this takes us 30 minutes, me and Mike will talk Final Fantasy 14 for <laughs> 20 more. That's and fine. Boom. That's a podcast right there. So this is uh, season one, episode 30, 
one Rockabye Rangers. Scared me for a second there, buddy. Sorry, Rockabye Power Rangers <laughs> is the episode title. So, uh, go ahead. Kind of. So something the show's been doing more and more, and it's throwing me off because, like each. Every inch that Power Rangers crawls toward resembling an actual television show makes things weirder and weirder for me. Yes. Uh, and we once again, we start in Medius Res, and we start mm-hmm. with like just an ongoing cogfight, and the first thing we see is the Rangers like falling down. Like, they're yep. eating shit in this fight. Yeah. It, it's really cool to see. I Like, we, we talk about it a lot, but... Every time Power Rangers acts like it's a real television show and not Power Rangers, I am always like, man, this is so cool. And then I have to take a second and be like, my bar is so low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we start yeah, in the middle uh, of a fight. On one shoulder is Lexi saying, come the fuck on. This, it, like, this, is, yeah. this is basic ass television. And your other shoulder, shoulder is a, a Luke saying, come the fuck on. This is basic ass television. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, okay, I guess that answers my question, which is, weirdly enough, the second time I've had this question, is this a two-parter? Like, yeah, the second I, time, I since the two too. times I've been here. Like, is this a two-parter or is this in media res? And I'm only asking because I feel like we almost never show up in media res and power. Yeah, Rangers. we don't. Uh, this is one of those times, though. Uh, we start in the middle this of the This could fight. be one of those shitty Saturday Night Live game shows. Like, is, we, we show you a clip of Power Rangers. Is this in media res or a two-parter? Who can <laughs> we get uh, the, the Rangers are getting their butts kicked. And uh, the Gold Ranger shows up. Have we? Did we talk mm-hmm. about his weird like speed attack? His like quick attack mm-hmm. from Pokemon. Have we mentioned that yeah. before? He has this weird know. thing where, like, I think the blur. implication is what's happening is he's a blur, but yeah. it's just like mm. a black squiggle that that like hits bad guys and they fall down. And I think mm-hmm. that's him. But I'm not super sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because because he teleports in and like yeah. the, the, the squiggle becomes him. So it's like he can I attack people while he's teleporting. Kind of, I can't figure out if that's exactly what it's supposed to be or if yeah. he's just supposed to be moving. I, fast. I think it's just like a you know speed force type attack okay. where he's yeah. Anyway, he knocks a bunch of uh, cogs down and then he yells, "It's time for a gold rush!" Uh, yep. which... And he sucks cogs into a black hole, which is like. <laughs> weird and yeah. all of a sudden I, I i was so confused about that i think that's actually just them fleeing after he shows up i think so too i think but like it really does look like he zaps them and like they get sent to the gold dimension yeah <laughs> yeah i think what's happening is he shoots these gold balls at them and they like teleport yeah. through a cog on the ground yeah because tommy says way to chase off those cogs with yeah there's like but, a yeah. hole of dirt so so it's not our usual cog effect. It's it's like they animate like a like a dirt mound, like it's the top of an ant hill that the cogs get sucked into, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so Tommy thanks the Gold Ranger, and then the Gold Ranger goes, "No problem," and then he leaves, and mm-hmm. he just teleports away, and like. This is the episode where it really hit me how weird it is how much of the show is focusing on a character that we don't even know what their name is. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not just that it's a mystery. I get that it's supposed to be mm-hmm. a mystery, but, like, the 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 Machine Empire has, like, it's not that they've forgotten about the rest of the Power Rangers, but, like, 
their ire has basically solely been focused on the Gold Ranger. Everybody is talking about the Gold Ranger. And, like, we don't just not know what his name is. We don't know literally anything about him, like what his motivations are, yeah. anything. Which makes it it's, weird, because he basically joins the team in this episode. Even right, like, like, not really, but they kind of form up together at the end. Yeah, I feel like normally in a kid's show, if you were doing something like this, you would at least see the Gold Ranger like on his ship going like, I I have to fight yeah. the cogs because they destroyed my home planet and yeah. or, or whatever. Like the, you just get nothing, and it's kind yep. of weird. I can't really think of anything else like this that I've seen, and it's very strange. It's mm-hmm. weird because the show is acting, and it's showing you all the hands that this is Billy. This yeah. is Billy. It makes perfect. It makes perfect sense. Of I mean, even Rocky figures it out later yeah, that it's Billy. Yeah, Rocky is the audience like surrogate. Uh, <laughs> and also, honestly, y'all, I'm not here every week, but every week you get Rocky, you should appreciate it <laughs> and like count yourself blessed because Rocky's time is is like super short now. Yeah, so. we have we have 20 episodes left of Rocky in, including you the Turbo movie. only have 20 episodes of Rocky. I like Rocky. Yeah. I like Rocky. Shame. I like him a lot. I love Rocky. I did not I think, when he started, but yeah. I like him a lot now. I I think every episode I I love him more. Yeah. So so anyway, yeah, uh, shout outs to uh Riley the uh, podcaster and creator of Interstitial Hearts Intertwined, whose favorite Power Ranger is Rocky. So right. you were right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Your boy is very good. So the 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 Rangers kind of walk away and and start expositing about the fact that f- basically for two weeks the Cogs have just been showing up and then they fight them and then the Cogs leave and yep. they don't know why it's happening, but they're they're wiped out. They're like totally exhausted. Yeah, it's basically the Battlestar Galactica episode 33, for anyone familiar with it. It's the <laughs> same basic plot as that. We were talking about Trisha Helfer. Yes, yeah. true. <laughs> well, so so what this what this reinforces is that, like, the Machine Empire never have to let up. Like, they really don't have to. They well, can just keep doing this, and it's working. But, like... For some reason, after this episode, they just kind of do, I guess? No, it's it's not. It's even worse than that, is that the monster of the week this week is the one that's going to undo this plan that's been working that they've been doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so their plan, and we get King Mondo says that, that hey, this is my plan. I'm tiring the rangers out. Uh, I'm going to make them so exhausted that they can't fight. And You know... D- d- like pushing an actual advantage that machines have over humans, they don't need to rest, unlike mm-hmm. the Power Rangers. So yeah, do that. That's smart. Okay, actually, you should do that. Here's what kills me in this episode. A, uh, you're right. I was like, hey, good plan. I believe they've done it once. Be- the maybe not them, but like Zed has done it once before, yeah. and it, mm-hmm. it it worked. But but hey, it's a good plan. You have a whole army. You're all robots. Uh, good idea. Two things. A, like you said, they're going to make a monster what makes you fall asleep, which is the exact opposite of what you're trying to do. I've successfully poisoned the Power Rangers. Time for the antidote monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but B, the robots do sleep. We see it in this episode. They have to <laughs> yeah, sleep. Also it's, that. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, so anyway, we cut to the gym and juice bar. Adam is completely passed out 
into his textbook. Tanya and Rocky are are trying to study, but Tanya like picks Adam's arm up and it just flops. It's a cute little scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy runs in and uh, is like, "What's tr- what's wrong with Adam?" and Tanya and, and Rocky basically say, yeah, we're fucking wiped out. We can't keep this up. It's really awful. Also, how come you're yeah. never around anymore? <laughs> I really wish, I really wish Billy had a big gold chain from now on in all his scenes. <laughs> God, why doesn't he? Yeah, they also, the other thing I've noticed is, remember how Billy used to only wear gray yeah, Since he's he wearing switched. a lot of black now. Yeah, he's wearing enough. a lot of black mm-hmm. now, which is something I noticed because the Gold Rangers mostly black uh, mm-hmm. colored. Um, so <laughs> the they're like, uh, "Hey, where have you been?" And he's like, "Um, working on something. Uh, really, anything interesting? Oh, would you look at the time? I gotta go." Okay, we've mentioned this every episode since it started happening. <laughs> the fact that Billy isn't the Gold Ranger mm-hmm. makes. N- None of this make any sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, this I have a question uh, yes. for for the folks who've seen further ahead. Uh-huh. Do we ever find out what he's working on? I think it has something to do with the way he leaves the show later on, but I'm not sure. So, oh, yeah, I think there's a theory that he's been working on the Turbo Zords and he's not telling them for reasons. But it's a theory. The show doesn't provide yeah. you right. with anything, That's right? That's the thing. The, it's a, there's a fan theory that what he's doing is working on the Turbo Zords, but it's not in the show, mm-hmm. which... You know, because... Listen, I'm a fan. I've done this before. Sometimes you just fucking need to create something to make you feel that what you're watching is not complete and not a The thing also is that this also plugs a hole that the Turbo Zords really do create because Mm -hmm. it's fucking infuriating in the Turbo movie where halfway through Zordon is like, so you're going to use cars now (laughs) because... Yeah, like all the Zeo shit is still around and still works perfectly fine, Mm -hmm. but now use cars. I'm... Up to, I I know you hate it, and and I'm sure, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but I am open to enjoying Turbo, but I do know that the transition doesn't make sense. It's the only time they change powers where it's like, wait, why? And also, like, it's been alluded to before with the Zeo Crystal that the more they use these powers, the more powerful they become, like, they level up, and, like, the Turbo movie comes along, and they just, like toss all that shit toss 50 episodes worth of like experience down the drain to get the new shit for no reason it's, really yeah, yeah for no reason mm-hmm. so so yeah the the theories billy's working on the zords but but it's not and, in the show and also there's a scene later that still doesn't like even if that's what's happening i'll, I'll point it out when we get there it doesn't make I sense i don't know i don't know if the comics will ever get here or if they'll stay like forever stuck in MMPR, but I really want to see, like, comics that deal with between the end of the season and beginning of Turbo Movie that give, like, some explanation yeah. of, a lot of, yeah. of a lot of things. Of yeah. why Balkan uh, Skull and, like, yeah. Detective Stone also there, don't go to France or whatever it was at the end of the yeah. season. There's, there's one thing, I don't think it's a spoiler, there's one thing I... The one time we see the... CO group, like, okay, this is the CO group, and the Shattered Grid has, uh, um, Rocky, well, has the group uh, giving, like, a gift to, giving, has the group giving Jason his original MMPR morpher as, like, a send-off of, hey, thanks for all you did for us. 
And then it does a cutaway. I think it's Adam going like, hey, you should mention something that this was your idea to Rocky. And Rocky being like, no, I just felt bad for taking over him. Uh, I, I want him. I just want him to know he's appreciated. Aww. And like, that's all we have. And I think that may be Rocky's only line in whole Shattered Grid. I want more of that. That's, that's <laughs> cute. Yeah, I like it. So. Uh, we've got, um, we go to Bulk and Skull, who are protecting a safe, uh, mm-hmm. do that, uh, Lieutenant Stone has pro- pro- procured a new client, um, it is, uh, a, a little old lady who's, uh, Mrs. Hufford, who yep. has entrusted them with the most valued possession she has for the next 24 <laughs> hours. Says, it's a safe? Yeah. Which is pretty good. I like it. Is No, you idiot. It's what's in it. Um, but <laughs> now, I do love that someone is like, okay, say she's going out of town. Uh-huh. Fine. I have this safe. <laughs> I can't not be looking at the safe. So I have to give the safe to someone else. Who will just look at it? Question mark. Like I don't. She needs. She needs active guard on her safe, which raises a whole lot of questions yeah. about what she does the rest of the time. Yeah, it, it's very curious, and we'll get into why this is even weirder in a little bit. Uh, but well, but yeah, yeah they but do like, ask even before we even before we get to the joke where we find out what's actually in the safe. It's still fucking bizarre. Also, like. This safe is really, really mobile, which feels like a bad thing it's, for a safe it's to It's on be. wheels. Yeah. You shouldn't put a safe on <laughs> wheels. That's a bad call. Um, That's less safe. You, you, they ask what... Uh, uh, good joke. They ask what's in the safe, and he says, I'm not telling you. Uh, Balkan Skull are like, fine. And then we see that a, a robber Wait, does man... does he not tell them or does he not know? Yeah, he, well, from the end of this episode, Detective Stone doesn't know. Oh, that's and- right. He says he doesn't know, uh, yeah. he just knows it's priceless. My mistake. Right. Um, but you do see that a robber man, which you know because he's in all black with a black skull cap on, uh, is like... His whole face is pressed up against the glass of their front door, <laughs> and he's listening. Okay, did so, this person track the safe over there, or were they? Was he just hanging around waiting for them I to have something valuable to steal? It t- okay, so spoilers from the end of the episode: it's the recipe for award-winning egg salad sandwiches. Is what's <laughs> in the safe? Uh, there's two possibilities. Either he was already dressed up in his cat burglar getup in this, like, (laughs) office building and just happened to overhear it, which is crazy, or he was intentionally trying to steal the egg salad sandwich recipe, which is also crazy. I mean, we don't necessarily know that he knows what's in that safe. No, that's what I'm saying, but if he doesn't know... Then he overheard it, but he was already dressed up as a robber. Like that doesn't make. Or any he's sense just heard about this lady's <laughs> he, safe, yeah, and he really there. needs to know what's in there. <laughs> sure. Um. So then we cut uh, back up to the moon, and everyone's asleep. All the the king uh, King Mondo, Prince Rocket, and Queen Machina are all asleep. Yep. Uh. Which again, what the fuck? Why? Because they haven't moved the mouse in an hour. So. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Um, so Clank comes uh, and wakes everybody up. That would suck if you were. If okay, let's pretend for a moment you're a computer person. Yes, you're pretend. a robot person. And then if you don't do anything for five minutes, you your asleep. system goes to sleep mode. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just, mean, I'm a parent. That's basically the same thing. You just have to do like an idle animation, basically, so that you won't yeah. fall asleep. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Clank, uh, says wakes them up and says, "Hey, uh, the monster is ready. Uh, it's the the Somnibot monster, Somnibot. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's a sleep monster, and he's kind of adorable. I kind of like him. He's got yeah. big sleepy eyes." And like an- okay, so here's the thing. Uh, uh, Somnibot, I believe, is genderqueer and uses any and all pronouns because this show refers to them as both him and her. That's oh, yeah. true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, throughout the episode. So uh, I'm a fan of rather than they fucked up, you know, it's, it's yeah. correct. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it uses both. They, they use them, both. yeah. Yeah. And they look like a big daddy with a sleeping cap on. It's and big like cartoon eyes. It's really yeah. cute. You know the and, most gender queer. Yeah. It's very it's very cute. And he's they have a big hat on, a big sleep hat. Uh-huh. Uh and they're being ferried down to Earth by a uh, a cog driving one of the like fighter planes who mm-hmm. who keeps almost falling asleep. Because uh, Somnibot is singing their like sp- sleep spell it's Jigglypuff. song. It's it, basically Jigglypuff. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It, it's also yeah. they keep Except calling they're, it. They're singing. They're, they're, they're singing Rockabye Baby specifically, uh-huh. right? All throughout this episode, which oh my god, that's grating. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it a made little me too sleepy much. for sure. <laughs> um. So get to Earth, uh, make a bunch of humans, like civilians, fall asleep. Which, like, I, I <laughs> it's don't really, really funny because they just like teleport down in a park, and it's this big fucking robot with huge red flashing laser eyes that starts singing a lullaby. Possibly the least relaxing thing you could possibly see during a picnic, but everyone does fall asleep. Yeah. So. Um... So anyway, uh, we we then cut to uh, Tommy finishing up a class he's teaching at the uh, the Angel Grove Gym and Juice Bar, which like I thought they had forgotten about that, but yep, Tommy still teaches. Tommy would uh, never karate. forget about karate. Uh, Jason David Frank would remind the writers, <laughs> yeah. please <laughs> remember to write karate into my episodes, please. Uh, and then we get a quick montage of all the different rangers, like, falling asleep, doing different stuff, uh, but mm-hmm. then their, uh, their watches go off. Yep. Um, Cat is falling asleep at the computer, uh, Rocky's reading a book under a tree about history, I believe. Yes. And yeah, it's and an American Tanya history textbook. You, there's, the there's, uh, Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, uh, on the cover, which... You know, are are the only American figures that uh, the school system wants you to remember, right? <laughs> Tanya and Adam uh, were fa- fell asleep at a desk. Adam has amazing bedhead. It's very very funny. <laughs> uh, Tanya like uh, Adam looks super cute sleeping. Yes, I just want to say it's very very cute. Uh, mm-hmm. Tanya like fluffs his hair also, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody teleports to the command center uh, and. They are told that a new monster has uh, appeared in Angel Grove, and it's the Somnibot, and it's going to make everybody go to sleep, which, like... <laughs> Rocky is into that idea, which, yeah. you know... I love that Rocky's like, yeah, no, fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Again, I understand that making the rangers fall asleep would be good. I don't really know what making the 
like random humans fall asleep gets for them. It's not like they're turning them evil or or anything. It's just like okay, the humans are asleep now. We could have like waited for night. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> but but okay. I mean, at night people are already asleep mostly. No, and that's also, what I'm we saying. We don't see we don't, don't see the scenes spell. of like Somnibot making like airplane pilots and bus drivers fall asleep because oh, sure. that would be a whole other thing. Yeah. Cat uh, asks where Billy is uh, because everybody is really concerned about Billy in this episode. Like, I get it. I understand. Yeah. But usually <laughs> everyone is not super concerned about where Billy is. Um, and again, Zordon says, like, we must stop him before all of Angel Grove is asleep. And again, why? But <laughs> fine. Okay. Um, we cut to Balkan Skull and... Uh, I was like, oh, right, they explicitly said, no, we won't fall asleep while we guard this thing. Got it. Uh-huh. That's how they're tying this in. Um, a uh, a man is there from Smith & Smith Locksmith. Uh-huh. Ha-ha. He's there about the safe. Uh-huh. It's got to do some, uh, some, some maintenance or something. Some bullshit. It's the, it's the robber man. Uh, yeah, Balkan Skull failed in- the most basic kind of social engineering. Yes. At this point. <laughs> they fall for it. They even mention, like, lieutenants. It seems like Lieutenant Stone would have said something. Oh, well, here you go. <laughs> yeah. This, may, maybe, like, say, like, sir, like, we haven't heard about this. Let us first double check before we let you in. Because we're assigned guard duty on this thing you want to check out. Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. really suspicious. He gives him he gives him some bullshit like uh, about like what's wrong with supposedly wrong with the safe and he, he initially says like actual parts he talks about like tumblers and things but then he just goes into horse shit he talks about like oh there's something wrong with the doof rats like yeah. the doof rats yeah he says like yeah the you know the doof rats he says your roller bearings locked into your back tumblers and I was like okay and then and caused a twisted lateral doof rats yeah so. <laughs> Um, I think this this man is just a kleptomaniac, and he gets off on the idea of pulling one over these doofuses by making up words and fooling them. He also <laughs> says that he's going to take it, repair it, and bring it back in 20 minutes. 20 which, minutes? Like, yeah. that should honestly be your biggest red flag. <laughs> like, <sighs> the idea that someone is going to repair something in 20 minutes. Um uh. Uh, we Listen, then... Bulk really like history. He doesn't pay attention to economics or time <laughs> or anything else. <laughs> my f- then uh, my favorite recurring Balkan Skull detective gag is is their weird fucking weird phones. phones. Yeah, they have a duck phone this time, <laughs> and it quacks when it's ringing, which is pretty yep. good. Uh, I, lo- I love that the subtitle before we even see the thing just says phone quacks. Yeah, before you see the phone, you see a subtitle that says phone quacks. So that's pretty funny. Yep. Um, but they pick up the phone. Uh, it's like, hey, Lieutenant Stone, it's going great. The locksmith just came to get the safe. What do you mean, what locksmith? Whoa! Uh, so then we cut to the... Uh, uh, power center, power center, not what it's called. Power chamber, um, and uh, Alpha is like, "Where's Billy? I need his help for this thing." And then Billy comes out of a mysterious door and runs over. I just—it makes me so angry that they don't resolve this in the show. Like, it's so stupid. I, I understand why the theory is what it is because it's the only thing that makes any sense. But uh, at still, this point. 
Like, in this specific scene, Billy was, was clearly just taking a shit and taking a while. Like, that's... <laughs> that's the come other on, thing. okay, I'm right there. He's Guys, like, what you need? Math? Okay. Yeah. This is how you add numbers. God, you're a computer. Figure it out, man. Right. The, the other th- Bring your some poop. <laughs> the other thing about this is, like, even if the theory is right that he's working on new Zords, there's a couple times in this episode where it's like, Billy... Your friends are being murdered. We need your help, like right now. And and he's just, I guess, off that off working on new Zords or doing whatever it is he's doing and just ignoring everything. So I don't know. It's weird. Um, uh, they ask again. Ask Billy what's what he where he's been. Zordon's like, don't worry about it right now. Let's get it fixed. Billy fixes uh the thing. I don't. What was he even working on? They're just. Like, we need you to do a thing. They, they, like, Alpha made up a thing, a tech thing to pro- protect them from the... By the way, that doesn't work at all. Like, pr- to protect them from the sleep spell. And then they need he needs Billy for the math to oh, figure right. out how to do that. Even and though then, he's a robot with yeah. so, that has a computer in his brain. That can uh, do nothing about this makes any kind of sense. Yeah. It's, it's complete um, nonsense. So they morph and head over to uh, uh, where Somnibot is... We get a good, like, uh, Sentai footage fight where they're fighting, like, in a river with some cogs. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't There was that episode where they fought at the water park, and I don't remember if I asked this time, that time. How uncomfortable do you think skin tight lycra is when it gets soaking wet? Do you think it really oh, sucks? Probably extreme. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. gotta be big. <laughs> Seems especially if like it, if some water gets inside of it, so you have like weird puddles in yeah. in the in the suit. Yeah, it doesn't seem very good. Uh, the fight is pretty good. There's there's like some some good cog cog fighting action. Um, it's still weird to me that the cogs only ever have their weird staff things in the Sentai footage, but whatever. It's it's all it's also funny that Somnibot doesn't seem to care about friendly fire because the spell also seems to affect the cogs. Yeah, so Somnibot starts pull it, putting everyone to sleep, including the cogs. Again, mm-hmm. I this is where I was just like, why are they even fucking robots? Because they <laughs> they cast magic spells and also they sleep. So what's the, even the point? Like it's just <laughs> yeah, the whole like tech thing. Not 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 that leaned into. Um, so everybody starts falling asleep, uh, but thankfully, uh, at the last minute... Oh, no, sorry, uh, I, I jumped ahead. Uh, Billy is working on something. He runs off again. He says, I've got to go try something. Like, they're just pushing it so hard. He, like, runs away, like, eight times in this episode. Um, blue. Uh, the Black Ranger... Sorry, not the Black Ranger. The Gold Ranger shows up. Uh, and he yells, it's time for a gold rush again, which <laughs> was the joke I was making, because I can't believe yeah. he used... Stop. To clear, he doesn't, the, the character doesn't say again, Zach is saying again, because he <laughs> literally just repeats the line. Yes. Stop trying to make, it's time for a gold rush. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just funny because, uh, like, the character, again, voiced by the guy from um, VR Troopers... Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't talk that much, yeah. so it's crazy but that he he repeats his same there, catch or like uh, not even catchphrase. It's just like 
It's not like they make it like a catchphrase. It's just a one-liner, and he uses the same one-liner twice. Yeah. Uh, actually, there's there's a good reason, based on who this character is, that he wouldn't remember which lines he's already used before. <laughs> That's true. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. So, uh, anyway... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And spoilers, he's three different people yeah, in one he's body. He's three guys. Yeah. <laughs> three of the same guys. Which if you so. haven't if you haven't seen this before <laughs> no and sense. you just went, What? Don't worry, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> when we get there either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the the uh he uses his special attack. God, do you think they have a list of one liners? They're like, okay, no, I get to say this one. And then one of them was like, no, fuck it. I'm saying I don't care the number two claim. The thing is that I kind of really want this Gold Ranger to be in Battle for the Grid, specifically because I want attacks where, like, the other two Gold Rangers show up in the middle of it and, like, tag themselves (laughs) I mean, that's that'd be cool, but also that's the game. That's a really cool thing of the game that you can just have all three of your characters on the screen attacking at the same time. Sure, but then that would be nine then. Nine gold (laughs) creatures. That's too many. That'd be pretty good. Uh, so, (laughs) So he uses his special move on the robot and Boy, I hate it when they do this. It makes it way more violent all of a sudden. Instead of just an explosion and then you don't see yep. the costume anymore. No, oh, he's fucking like torn to shreds. Like yeah. this is gory robot guts that <laughs> we cute, see all over yeah, this place. The cute robot with the sleepy time hat gets like mutilated and blown into a bunch of little pieces. Yep. <sighs> and and like the, the the eyes are still kind of open, but one of them is half closed. Like it looks like a dead fucking guy right there. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah this like most most of these look like you know oh hey it's the it's a it's a kid show and the and the bad guy got defeated. This looks like a murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm well, sorry, my sweet Somnibot. <laughs> we. We barely knew you. you oh, don't that- worry. They'll 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 be back very shortly. I yeah, they will. So here's the deal. <laughs> I just complained about how they don't. It doesn't seem to matter that they're robots. Now we're gonna turn the other way <laughs> and go ahead and just rebuild him. Now. They're gonna go ahead and like, rebuild have, have- that robot. Which is fine, you know. except why don't they do that all the time? <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah. They just twist it the other way and make me irritated for a different reason. <laughs> you know, every other Mega Man X game, Zero dies, and then True. Like, they just rebuild Zero. Yeah, because he's a robot. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, they say also they're going to give him a power boost. So uh, mm-hmm. we cut to the command center. Everybody is is like, oh, man, it's a good thing the Gold Ranger showed up when he did, or we would have been toast. And then Billy walks in again, and everyone's like, Whoa, Billy, where were you? And he's like, I had an idea how to increase the frequency block, but you guys figured it out by the time I... Or, or you guys were okay by the time I had it done. Oh, well. Okay, Yeah, really, like, implying between the lines that his big idea was to go and save them right there. Right. Because he was the Gold Ranger, which he wasn't. Yeah. Um... So they they've already they rebuilt Somnibot. He looks totally different and has like a big radar dish on his face, and I don't like him nearly as much. Nope. Uh, uh, he's scary now. I, she, her uh, older design, I truly enjoyed more. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't like new scarier Somnibot. Yeah, me neither. Um, Bulk and Skull are looking for the thief. Uh, they, they they find him, and he's just. 
loading the the, the, the <laughs> safe into the back of an empty U-Haul, like a full-sized U-Haul that has nothing in it other than the safe he's about to put in it. God. Uh, this is a that, bad thief. Yeah, this dude uh, rented like, a truck to steal, like, what we're going to find out is in the safe, and it's so fucking also, weird. Also, you know, he's... Like, this guy had prepared, like, to have, like, a truck, a uniform, a dolly to go steal that safe, but then he has to use the elevator platform on the truck instead of having a ramp out that he can just quickly wheel the safe into. Like, this seems poorly planned. They they actually go and tackle him and are like, we're not going to let you get away with this, uh, mm-hmm. which is one of the first times I can ever remember Balkan Skull, like, physically... Being cops? Attacking like grabbing someone? someone? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he yeah. did steal it, but still, it's just, it doesn't happen that often. Then uh, Simon DeBot walks up behind them, and uh-huh. Skull's like, uh, and Bulk turns around, and they get blasted with a sleep magic. Uh, and then they all cuddle, and uh, this is not a joke. Uh, yep. Skull lifts a small spoon. Thief and the middle spoon, huh? and Bulk is the big spoon. But he also spoon uh, sixty nine is the thief. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, he literally puts his head on the thief's butt. Like yep. that's it. <laughs> so listen, it's fine. It's just funny that it happened <laughs> in this show. Yep. Um. So then, then something truly bizarre happens, which is Clank is like, "Oh, great, a truck. Now we can." We can, like, tote you around in it, and you can make everybody fall asleep, as though the the Machine Empire doesn't have vehicles? Yeah. (laughs) You have planes that can turn into walkers. Why do you need a (laughs) U-Haul? It's it's simultaneously a mode of transportation and also a way for them to tap in the local power supply to to make the robots stronger? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's very silly. Uh, but really, then there's we... a there's a lot of times where this show bends over backwards <laughs> to try and explain weird shit in the they, Sentai they footage. They felt like they had to explain why. Oh yeah, okay. I guess there is a truck in the Sentai footage. Yes, I, I was gonna say why they inserted the scene of Balkan Skull encountering the monster, and it wasn't just because they happened to be there. No, the real reason is because the Sentai footage had them using the the Zeo jet cycles, which they often forget they have. I think they've Mm -hmm. used them literally twice. Uh, Because they can teleport, so it just doesn't make a ton of (laughs) sense that they need them. (laughs) It's like Sonic the Hedgehog in a race car. It's dumb. Uh (laughs) But anyway, so they... uh, cool. I mean, it's cool. It's just silly. So they finally catch up to this... uh, to the truck and uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and finish up the episode hi i'm kendall hallman you may remember me from such podcasts as let's place let's place and that episode of teenagers with attitude that matt didn't like did you also know that i'm on a podcast called war and beast I'll let our host, Greg, describe the show. Welcome to War and Beast, the podcast that doesn't spoil the entire series in its commentary track. Sometimes just wonders what the hell the animators were thinking when they were making character designs. <laughs> the podcast that when it's not in whiny emo teen mode, it's in survivor guilt mode. Okay, maybe Greg needs to work on his elevator pitch. 
Along with our friends Emily and Jordan, we've deconstructed every episode of the classic 1990s Transformers cartoon Beast Wars and are working on the sequel series Beast Machines. Catch us every Monday on AudioEntropy.com, iTunes, or the podcatcher of your choice. So we go to the fight. Oh, sorry, we're at the fight. But they catch up to the back of the truck. Adam opens the truck and gets blasted in the face with, I don't know, like a smoke bomb or something. Uh, Somnibot jumps out and uh, he, they are like attached to the truck now and they have extra power, quote unquote. I don't know. Again, it doesn't make a ton of sense. You know, because from all the electricity that you get from a truck. Yes, yeah, they're attached to a truck, uh, <laughs> and so they get extra power. I do love and that Clank and Orbis are both wearing headsets. Yes, so they don't get uh, get affected. Mm-hmm. It is pretty cute, especially Orbis's tiny little headset. I like Orbis's design; it's adorable. Um, so we cut back to the they're they're getting all sleepy. Uh, Billy is trying to to get the amplitude to in order to. Um, uh, uh, counteract it. He says that they're tapping into the city's power center somehow, and that uh, they need. I mean, ahead. they've done this before. In an episode I was here, they've like Billy's connected to the city's like main computers yeah. in the yes, past. Yes. So I think Billy just has. I think Billy's a hacker and <laughs> just has control of all the cities. Like, if Billy wanted to, he could turn off the water in the city. <laughs> Yeah, probably. It seems like he's basically got everything wired up the way he wants it. <laughs> um, so they, they're they going to send a power surge through the city grid, which will short out the connection. That seems extremely that, unsafe. Yes. I, listen, I know that there's a lot of... I feel like every time there's a movie where one of the plots is like... You know, like uh, in in Ocean's Eleven, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to shut off the power in, in all of uh, Vegas. And then there's always people making hot takes where it's like, mm-hmm. well, they killed everybody who was on life support in the hospital. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that's not the point of the movie. Like, it's fine. It's a fantasy. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. But uh, your literally whole job in this show is to protect the city <laughs> of Angel Grove. And you're like... Yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and send a power surge through the whole like, like power grid blow of the every city. Blow fuse and breaker in the city. Like <laughs> sparks go flying everywhere. The, the one, the one bit of defense I can bring up for this is that hospitals and other like really important places like that have backup generators. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so so he says he's gonna do that. He's he's gonna set up the um, uh, uh, the power surge once uh. Um, Alpha uh, gets it ready, basically, and he he looks down for a second, and then he looks up, and Billy is gone. And this is the dumbest one because <laughs> there's a first like, person shot from Alpha's point of view right. to sell this. But, but, but also, like, 
What what the fuck could it possibly be that isn't literally I am yeah. the, the Gold Ranger? Also, like, just because it's been a while, because we've got it's been a while since we've gotten an Alpha Vision shot. I forgot just how bad. Like I know they they make it all pixely because it's like oh because he, he's a robot and we gotta we gotta make it you know appear that it's all computery. But like I forgot like how shitty Alpha Vision is. It's like yeah, it's it's, it's, inc- it's incredibly like blurry from how like pixelated it is, and also it's really just a tiny little rectangle slit, and they yeah. put all this other bullshit around it. Like Alpha's nearly blind, y'all. Yeah. No, 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 no. You no. You, you're missing the point. Alpha is seeing in widescreen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He can see. He could probably see like 360 degrees, just not in a very wide field. That's yeah. probably how it works. Um. Okay, so uh, he's Somnibot is still making everybody fall asleep. Uh, there's a really there's a shot of Somnibot's eyes that just like zooms in and out pretty quickly. That it looks like I don't know a flash animation or something. It's, it's it makes very me laugh silly. a lot. It reminds me of like bad comedy or not bad comedy, but like early internet comedy for some reason yeah specifically like mm-hmm. the weeble flash videos the badgers badgers yeah. guy like he sure. used a lot of animation of that style in a funny way and it's this um, is a lot like that the gold ranger shows up uh but he's also getting sleepified and then <laughs> it wasn't okay apparently by power surge they meant like an insane amount of power because <laughs> We see, like, the power lines for the whole city, and just, like, electricity is going along them visibly from the outside <laughs> of the lines, which seems bad. Um, That's either, like, a huge amount of electricity or really badly insulated lines. It's one or yes, the other. Yes, exactly. Uh, the, the truck basically blows up at this point, and it shirts out Somnibot, who falls down, and everyone's like, all right, get him. And they they rush in to mess up Somnibot. Uh, there's another a bunch of cogs come down, and there's a, another big fight, um, which is is pretty good, pretty fun. Um, they they uh, and then uh, the Gold Ranger blows up Somnibot again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, just not a great day for Somnibot. I wrote uh, down here. Rocky make a joke, makes a joke, but I didn't write down which joke makey ro- makey Rocky made. Uh, <laughs> it's which so. joke he makey. He makey. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember which joke Rocky makey. Actually, I'm not sure. Uh, so, uh, regardless of which joke he makey, uh, the Somnibot gets huge. We have our uh, our battle sword summoned. Yep. Which is I was the Battlezord is the Battlezord part of the Ultra Zord that goes in the in I mean Pyramidus? Well yeah, because like it's, it is. Okay. We're, we're about to see that. I forgot. I forgot because I didn't remember that last time. But yeah. yeah, I guess first they make the 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 Battlezord plus the Megazord, and then it all go- God, that was so much toy, huh? Yep. Like, like, I mean, Pyramidus is big. Like the toy is huge, and then yes. the Ultra Zord is that, but standing up with legs that like fold out of it and stuff. Yeah, we talked. We talked about it because like it, it's not. The most like elegant design, but the part that's cool about it is yep. it's just fucking giant. Yep. It's just so big. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, 
they make the the super duper giant ultra zord uh and blow up somnibot a third time in the same episode uh rip somnibot <laughs> they i guess this time they're not going to worry about rebuilding it um <laughs> Looks once like you get killed by the... the ultra zord you're done yeah, yeah there's no coming back from that it's time for the sleep robot to rest in pieces. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to Balk and Skull, who have returned to the safe successfully. They did just a good job. It's kind of a job. dangling thread. We don't know what happens to the thief guy. I don't know if they just like beat the shit out <laughs> oh, of him. Oh, he's and he dead. Leaves. They killed him. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the ditch <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yes. Okay, she- actually, no. Serious question. Uh, they were cops for a while. Have Bulk and Skull committed a murder? No, Bulk and Skull no. are good um, Deep down. Is it murder if it's a putty? Mm. Wait, do, put, do you think do, they've killed a putty? Yeah. Do putties have a Definitely. soul? They, I mean, they're, they're made of clay, much like yeah. man in the Old Testament, so the word does <laughs> that leave us? Okay, so... Do they have sentience, or or do they have just more like the essence? Wait, putties. Putties. I th- I think we decided putties go to heaven. I believe okay. we decided yeah. that. So so putties. And we've pretty much established by this episode that so do cogs because they can fall yeah. asleep from sleep magic. So I think <laughs> we are safe to say. That not only have Vulcan Skull committed a murder, probably, but so have the Rangers many times. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the Rangers it, have absolutely killed like every every monster. I don't know <clears> if you guys party. know this, but uh, Aram, all Rangers are murderers. <laughs> yes, that's. So uh, we they, they're like, okay, so what's in the safe? Come on, show me. And then and Bulk is there's another good skull joke which. Is Bulk's like, what is it? Gold, jewels, and Skull goes tax-free municipal bonds, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Skull um, knows what's worth a lot, apparently. <laughs> uh, but again, no, it is the recipe for egg salad sandwiches. Wait, but this lady like thinks her like sandwich recipe is precious enough to keep in a safe, and then like keep that safe under guard by private detectives and there are actual thieves after it and then she opens it in front of them shows them the recipe and like reveal like and these are guys that we've just seen will fail the most basic attempts at you know safety and right uh, Which is, uh, is, this, yeah. is this a fucking like does, does she actually like Okay, here, here's where I want to be like weirdly generous to the to the show and take shit way too seriously as we want or want to do. This is a this is a Colonel Sanders eleven herbs and spices situation. This lady has uh this lady has a is an egg salad fucking empire, <laughs> and she's trying to protect it. And now bulk skull and stone are in are in the inner circle. We don't see any of that. We just it's award winning. Okay, she entered that recipe into some contest and won something. How much did she win? Is that millions of dollars? Is that worth the safe? I don't well, know. Well, here's the thing. She then just shows them the recipe, which like... Also, yeah, that's not how you keep a secret. You just like... No, so to me, that implies 
the reason it's in the safe is because she doesn't want to physically lose her copy of the recipe. Not that she's scared other people will see. It. Oh, so this you're <laughs> saying this lady also needs a big training on information theory, much like yeah. Vulcan Skull. Also, I'm pretty sure those uh, egg sandwiches are bad because well, no, because it's she a says, fridge. Yes, but it hasn't yes. been plugged in for hours. Oh, There's that's that. true. Yes. Uh, okay, but yeah. let, let's let's assume it's it's a fridge with batteries. <laughs> like, still, if it's some kind of award-winning best egg sandwich in the world, it's good when it's fresh. It's not good when it's spent a couple of days in the no, fridge. It's, no, on. because it's eggs. Yeah, it's eggs. Also, it's y'all egg are skipping over. The, I'm sorry, y'all are g- skipping over the fact that her safe is also a fridge. <laughs> yes, that's so stupid. I mean, I'm sure you can buy a refrigerated safe. That's got to be something that like hospitals no, have them, just, right? It's yeah. just so silly. But, like, but yeah, I've seen refrigerated safes from my period of time where I watch too many like TV shows and like. I think I've seen something like Pawn Stars or like, uh, what's the other one? Storage Wars. They don't yeah. look like a fridge inside. They look like a safe. Yeah. This looks yeah. like a fridge inside. Yeah, this is basically a fridge that looks like a safe, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, because it does look like an old-timey, like, steel safe with a big combination lock on it. Yeah. So, anyway, it's very silly. Um we cut back to the I, uh, hey, hang on just just real quick i i i want to stress that like all three of our boys taste the sandwiches and they all seem to say it's pretty good they don't seem that convinced that it's a life changing yeah. kind of sandwich n- n- yeah nobody's like oh my god everybody's just like which i good. was disappointed sandwich. by i would hope they at least acknowledge that these are fucking great sandwiches after i, I feel like there's there's two ways you take this joke and and they decided to do neither yeah <laughs> one is have it turn out that the egg sandwich is actually like amazing and have everyone freak out yeah and the other is to have them try it and like have the egg sandwich actually be terrible and have them like visibly struggling to hide their disgust yeah. and <laughs> it's they neither don't, they it's don't like they're trying option. to be nice to this lady but they're clearly thinking well these are fucking egg sandwiches who gives a shit <laughs> they're like yeah, it's it's okay <laughs> basically um so uh I so here's what I didn't expect in this episode because of how Power Rangers usually operates. They love to like with, with the goal, uh, White Ranger before they give you the audience lots of uh you know lots of red herrings and everything, mm-hmm. but they the <laughs> characters in the show didn't really seem to put any of that together. Like it's not it's not like they were suspicious of. What were they like, Curtis I mean, or whatever? Except um, for Rocky, Rocky making a logical Rocky. deduction here. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't expect this to happen, which is that they actually confront Billy and are like, they have and the Rocky's Blue Ranger like, go, "Hey, well, Red Herring, let's let's talk about this right now." It's not yeah. even that the Rangers collectively uh, confront Billy. It's really just Rocky who's doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone else is just like, "Oh, come on, Rocky, leave Billy alone." And Rocky's yeah. like, "No, you, Billy you, would never I, do that, Rocky." And Rocky's like, "No, motherfucker, he leaves whenever the other guy shows up." Yeah. This is basic Ta- storytelling. He's five Tommy, seconds away I from screaming that he time. feels like he's taking crazy pills. <laughs> I, I love how we've like been clowning on Rocky for being the most 
dumb fuck Power Ranger ever since he was introduced <laughs> two seasons ago. And he's the only one of the five who puts literally one and one together here. And yeah, even yeah. though he's wrong, he's actually right in making that guess. Well, here's, here's the thing. This is actually consistent with Rocky because there is exactly one area where Rocky has proven that he is incredibly prescient. And it's he's weirdly genre savvy. Yeah, because yes, remember that's during true. the Arrowhead saga, he's like, "Hey, do you guys think it's weird that Tommy had all these fucking like visions and nightmares, and then all and like thinking about that Arrowhead he got, and all of a sudden there's this Native American exhibit? Is that a little like weirdly timed? <laughs> don't you think? It's like it's Are very you? contrived, like we're in a TV show. Rocky's just like." <laughs> Nice boy Deadpool. God, okay, I, so... I was just going to say Rocky is the Deadpool of power. <laughs> but, like, so, in, but instead of being like, yeah, I'm edgy, and uh, I'm going to say fuck, and I'm going to be gross, it's like, no, 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 like, I'm chill, I'm, I'm nice, it's just like, we're he just in the sees, show. He's like, he, he's almost like, you know, a Dirk Gently kind, where he sees the mm-hmm. the, the, the storytelling mechanisms and... So, uh, yeah, I guess put a third thing on Rocky's wall. Has dog, has car, is Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. God, uh, I can't believe nice boy Deadpool is a phrase that we brought into the world. <laughs> You're welcome. So, Billy says, y- you know, I would tell you if it was me, it's definitely not. And that's basically the episode. Yeah, which, and, I mean, and the, you know what the fucked up thing is? It's not him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the fun yeah, thing I, I, is... I kind of wish Rocky would pull out a, like a notepad and cross Billy off, and you see in it is written <laughs> like, like Raymond, new Billy. L- Detective Stone, Ernie three inter- three question marks next to it. <laughs> yeah. The, the fucked up thing about this is, on the one hand, Billy kind of has a point that if he was the Gold Ranger, he would just tell them. But on the other hand, why the fuck does he not tell them about what he's actually I'm just working, working on? on a yeah. secret thing I can never tell you about that has nothing to do with being he, the Gold he Ranger. He says he he says at some point in this episode I don't remember where it is. It's not. I will tell yeah, you when it's ready. Yeah, and and I don't think that ever happens. I mean, he has to go back to his home planet first. Blue, blue, blue. He has to yeah. go with his boyfriend. Boyfriend's planet. Yeah. yeah. So that's the episode. It's pretty good. I Boyfriend's you know, Planet. Not... This my new EP coming out soon. Boy, uh, boyfriend <laughs> Planet. Yeah. yeah. I'm so no. It's Boyfriend's Planet. Oh, Boyfriend's Planet. Yeah. Gotcha. The apostrophe um, is very important. So that's the episode. It's fine. It's an yeah. okay episode. The the fighting is good. The the I get. I'm frustrated because again, the. It's just there's nothing else it could be. It doesn't make any sense if it's no. not that. So that's the thing that's killing me. But I'm still enjoying all the Gold Ranger stuff. Mm-hmm. He just looks cool, which honestly does yep. a lot for me still. So The staff go. is a cool weapon. Yeah, the staff is neat. It's kind of a cool like power weapon. I like that it like folds open, which is neat. Um, yeah, it's cool. There you go. That's the episode. Um, if you have a question for us, you can send it to us on Twitter at Teens with Tude. Uh, you can send it to us on email, in email, on on email, Teens with Tude at gmail.com. At email. Or at email. With teenagers, teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Uh, and I don't mean this to be the, the Ton show, because he's been uh, the last couple of emails, but he, 
just has really good ones. If yeah, you yeah, have some, that's fair. You should send them in and have we'll good ones. Yours. Be on the show. You you want us to read questions from somebody else? Be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> write the Han email says, you want to hear in the uh, world. First of all, happy Pride Month! Happy Pride Month to everybody! Happy Pride Month! Woo. Uh, second thing uh, he asks, which is how much of a delay is there between recording and releasing a TWA episode? Hooray, ten days. days. Exactly it's, ten days. Yes, T- is it it's ten, ten days? days. Okay, I guess my math is fucked up. Yeah, ten days. Yep. So the reason that we do that is so that Eric, our editor, can have time to edit the episode. Uh, it takes a while, and he edits other stuff. So we want to give a little bit of a buffer. Yep. Uh, it also means that if we miss a week, we have a little bit of a t- uh, yep. a little bit of time to make it up. Because um, it's harder when you just do it like if if. We've talked about it before about changing it, maybe, but like because we're reviewing a twenty-five-year-old TV show, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes our news will be like a little out of date. But it's mm. not that it's not like super current, not, not as stuff. out of date as the show we're reviewing. So it's funny. right. So it, it just works for us. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's ten days right now. Uh, it's been different things throughout the history of the show. Sometimes it's different. Yeah, we. We used to do it on Saturday evenings, and we moved it up to Tuesday, so it's a little bit closer now than it was before. For yeah. a while, yeah. you used to do it Sunday mornings. That's yes. when yeah. I used to join in. That period where I joined in for a while and then stopped, that's when y'all were doing it on Sundays. Yes. Yeah. So We, yeah, we used it's... to not have a buffer, and that, that shit was hectic. Mm-hmm, I, think, yeah. I think it was actually less than a week between recording and it going live, and it was like, like oh, fuck me running. That would, no... Yeah, it, that was rough. So, uh, so there you go. That's the answer. And then, last question: What do you think happened to Jason, Zach, and Training Trini during the two separate times everyone got de-aged? Also, Kimberly during the second time. That's a good fucking question. <laughs> God, none of the mechanics of that I, thing so made any sense. What was the first with. time? I don't remember the My first time. Well, the first time, literally, no one knew what was going on except for Alpha and Zordon. Yeah. So I think just they just went about their business. The second time, I think, I think the question at the heart of this is: Did they stay where they are as kids, or did they get teleported back to Angel Grove because that's where they used to live? No, they, I think they, they stayed didn't. where they were. Yeah, they they stayed like, where they were because. We have people that then used to live in Angel Girl who stayed yes. kids in Angel like Girl. Like most of the Power Rangers. Yeah. Actually. It's yes. there are a lot of things. Travel. There are a lot of things about so. So what's what's fucked up about that time travel spell is because of it being inconsistent, we can't we can't really nail down what it is, mm-hmm. but we can nail down what it's not, what and it it's not it. just a straight up rewind of time. No, right, for sure. I I just thought that was a good question because like I. <laughs> It, it just so Kimber that means especially for Kimberly that means Kimberly was in Florida like at like a gym training center while her parents were in France and she was ten all of a sudden which is yeah rough. it's magic not that she'd have so not that she she'd have noticed because like go ahead yeah. I was going to say, it's magic, so the universe would rewrite itself, so, oh no, she's here on uh, on the gymnastic camp. Of course she's here on gymnastic camp. Oh, yeah. of course, sure. Because, like, I, I, think, I think one of the few things they did explicitly say about the time travel spell was that, like, I think it was the fact that they had power coins is why they were able to notice and remember that time was backwards. 
Right, mm-hmm. right, something right. like that. Yeah. Like there was some specific reason specific to the Rangers that would probably would not apply to former Rangers uh, from the spell. Also, I just want to say since we just mentioned Zach that I recently watched Popstar, the Lonely Island movie, and Walter yes. Jones has a tiny bit part in that. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he's one of the like. There's a the, there's a scene where you see a bunch of people recording like you know Instagram videos in reaction to a song, and he's one of them. Oh, cool. Yeah, neat. Yep. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yep. He looks like exactly the same. Yeah, so he's like, a, like a little yeah. gray in his hair, but aside from and yeah. like a goatee, <laughs> but aside from that, yeah. Cool. Well, there you go. Some pretty good questions. So if you have some, send them in and we'll answer those. Uh, let's see. I guess we're pretty much done. Frankie, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I guess just the usual stuff. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Frankie Extra. You can find the games that I make at frankieextra.h.io. Uh, you can find Let's Steal a Podcast. We're on our last season. Uh, if you, hey, if you want a guest on Let's Steal a Podcast, get a hold of Cassidy. Uh, I guess that's our last season, so if, if you ever wanted to guest, uh, yeah. And, sure. uh, we haven't recorded new sumo, but it will happen at one point. Eric, I know, you're listening. It will happen at one point, once we're both <laughs> free. We're in the middle, yeah. we're in the downtime right now, in the middle of tournaments, so there's not like a huge, uh, um, uh, urge to record new yeah new sumo it's been, I did, it's, mm. been it's been fun watching that stuff with you i i don't understand what's happening mostly but it's I still fun i think <laughs> this is the tournament i like the least and not because anything in particular there were stuff there were a couple stories i liked but like in general i think it's the one that i've been the least entertained by maybe fair enough all right, uh, Simon. Anything you want to plug? Uh, you can find my Twitter at the real Simben. Well, you'll find me lamenting my pizza baking mishaps and also <laughs> playing video games. Still playing Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag, and I just started today. Sean Palmer's Pro Snowboarder. We'll see where you're, that takes me. Your fucking backlog <laughs> is the wildest <laughs> shit. It it's make fun any though. Sense. It's, it's all over the place. I love it. It's just fun because like. I feel like I like following you because I, I and there's nothing wrong with playing which what's like mm-hmm. just out or, or in the zeitgeist. That's cool too. But like it'll I'll have like twelve tweets about like Sekiro and then Simon's like I'm over here playing this fucking also ran extreme sports game from the early two thousands. <laughs> It's just, it's very funny. I just started playing, like, playing maybe an hour of it, still getting used to the controls. Sure sure seems like a Tony Hawk, but on snow. So, (laughs) there you go. Uh, and, um, Mike. Uh, yeah. So I'm on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. Uh, that's pretty much everything that's going on with me. Uh, before we get too deep into our outro, uh, uh, let's, I, wow, sorry, completely fucking up here. Uh, I want to thank Eric uh, for oh, yeah. being our editor, as always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know I especially have a tendency to ask him to edit shit in. So, like, yeah, he, he puts in good work, speaking of our of our buffer and our process. So, yeah. yeah. Eric rules. He's he's really helped mm-hmm. out a lot. And this, like, I, we would still do it if, if Eric ever decides he doesn't want to uh, edit anymore. That, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, I don't know that we would be as consistent because be, I it- would... 
it just be like, here's the raw audio, deal with it. Yeah. Y'all been well, here I- for 10 years. <laughs> yes, we're talking about Mystic Forest. Just, just enjoy this. Yeah, it would, it would. It would be harder for me to hit every week, but yeah. So, so thank Here's you very much. Here's the MP4. Deal with it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and you can follow me at Chinchy McChilla on Twitter, uh, where I, I don't know, talk about video games I'm playing or complain about CCG purchasing models or other weird stuff. So mm-hmm. you can follow me there. It's fun. Uh, I have a though I do have 100 followers exactly right now, so maybe don't <laughs> follow me. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm scared. Uh, but there you go. You should look All up right. which Pokemon you are and see if 101 is a better one. And then, I, well, 100 is Voltorb, which is bad. So actually, ah, it's never- good. I mean, you could. I guess you could be a. The electrode, if you if one more person, I like electrode you. more because he's got a big happy face. For there you some go. Reasons. You should wish for one more person to follow <laughs> okay. you. Then. There you go. So yeah, so that's it for us this week. Uh, the episode next week is uh, we get more Gold Ranger. Uh, I think backstory. the next one is the one where we see who he is. Okay, from okay. the description, that's what oh, it sounds like. Oh, thank God, like. finally. Yeah, yeah, I I think it was just. The right amount anymore would have been like, okay, no, that's too much. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we also, it'll be fun because we get to talk about the fact that uh, his voice completely changes. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it so, not be that episode and y'all still have like five more episodes of Gold Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> I've done that before. Mystery. Yeah, is that, yeah, Zach was totally convinced when we did the, uh, the fucking uh, uh, music video the one, episode that it was the yeah. musical episode. And so it was the, not to the point where he the, tweeted out like, hey, guys, we did the musical episode. Come yeah. listen to the podcast. Here's the thing that happens. There are so many episodes of Power Rangers. And one of the things I've started to realize, and not that I'm not enjoying doing this. It's very fun. But one of the things I've started to realize is not only is every episode like fairly formulaic, which is not a surprise, but there's weirdly not – there's maybe like 50 – types of Power Ranger episodes or maybe even less which means because of the number of them they've done each one like six or seven times yep. like there's just not that many they've done them all mm-hmm. and they'll do them all again because we've just done it for so long so so yeah there was like oh right a musical Power Rangers episode well it's probably that one nope we haven't gotten there yet my yeah. bad <laughs> so yeah anyway Okay, uh, let's yeah. go. What? I know, I just said, okay, let's go. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so, for, uh, well, join us next week. It'll be fun. <laughs> I've completely off. fucked up my outro. I'm I also so didn't... sorry. No, it's okay. I also didn't write an outro order, so here we go. Four Teenagers with Attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Small. And I'm Frankie. Perfect. May the power protect you always. I am perfect. Thank you for noticing. You're welcome. Yay. <laughs>